Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time. It's the Pause on Purpose podcast, and we're your hosts, Jamie and Jules. Hello, friends. So we asked you, our listeners, what you wanted to hear about. And one of the topics that was um, given to us was about patience, which we actually thought was really fitting for um, where we're at in the year right now. You know, we spent a lot of January and the last couple of episodes really um, very goal focused. And you may be sitting here thinking, yeah, Jamie and Jules, you know, I, I set a goal and I'm not seeing the progress that I want to see, or, you know, you just, the pace isn't where you anticipated it to be. Are you yeah. We, and we know from so much research that, you know, those that do make resolutions or intentions for the year often, you know, hit that point in February already where, it's not perfect anymore or if it's like, it's just not, they give up altogether. So I think this is really important too. Yeah. So our main, um, you know, resource that we wanted to reference in today's episode and just also just from experience and and things that I think we just have navigated as well. Um, he's an author and a speaker and also a podcaster, um, Jeremy Godwin. Um, he is actually from Australia, which is really cool. So I enjoyed listening to his voice on his podcast and such. But um, he really focuses on mental health and well-being, which I think is actually a really key thing to think about with patients and how it does affect our mental health and our well-being and our positive positivity or just positive outlook on things. Because I think when you're so impatient, there's just a lot of, Jules will speak to this, but there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in that. And we kind of, we want to unpack that. But before we do, I thought it's important to just kind of state the definition of patience. So it is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay problems or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. That is such a good definition. And, you know, I referenced when Jamie and I were doing a little research for this um, Atlas of the Heart. This book was by um, Brene Brown. We have um, shared it here before. But her chapter and title for the emotions that come with patients is places we go when things don't go as planned. And like Jamie just said, when it's delayed and, you know, we have a decision and a choice, like, do we get discouraged? Do, you know, we get frustrated, annoyed, I think you said, um, and discouraged, she defines as I'm losing my confidence and enthusiasm of any future effort, losing motivation and confidence to persist. Again, we just talked about goals that we set in January and all of a sudden here we are in February or maybe it's March for you where you're starting to lose confidence and that enthusiasm. Like you were fired up to get after these goals but when things don't go according to plan or on the timeline that we expect, because we live in this world of speed and instant gratification, mm-hmm. and we'll speak to some of that too with comparison and whatnot, like you start to lose that spark, that enthusiasm, and you're not as confident, like, can I actually accomplish this? Um, so I think yes. that discouragement is huge. We're going to talk a lot about that when we unpack this, you know, our patience muscle. Um, 
The other thing she says is, you know, frustration is another emotion where it's something that feels out of our control and it's preventing us from achieving our desired outcome. So that's something like outside of us a little bit, like we're like, all right, like I'm putting in all this work, but I'm not seeing the results. Like what is wrong? Like I'm so frustrated because I feel like I'm doing all the right things. And then I feel Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, like, I feel like when you are starting to ask those questions too, of like, what's wrong or am I really capable? It's, you know, losing the confidence, losing courage. Cause you just said like discourage. Yeah. So you're losing the yeah. courage that you originally had to like go mm-hmm. after them. And I just feel like it's, it all stems from belief too. Like yeah. eventually I feel like your belief starts to wane or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Wane or, uh, <laughs> it's not quiver. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it just starts to get less. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Well, the other emotion she talks about is disappointment. So disappointment she talks about more so is you feel like you're not getting the result or it's not going to plan because of something else, someone, because of what someone else isn't doing. So like, Mm -hmm. think about the expectations you put on other people. Um, That's a big one with like relationships and your patience with other people. You get disappointed because they didn't meet your so-called expectations that you put on them. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. That's a big one. And then regret was the other emotion. So that is something that like, it doesn't go according to plan because of something you didn't do. So maybe you set this goal But now like you feel this regret because you're like, I didn't show up the way I wanted to. Like this isn't going according to my timeline because I'm, you know, essentially failing myself. So I think the biggest ones here, you know, again, is just that discouragement, like losing the confidence and like, you know, just that enthusiasm for the future, like what you Mm -hmm. want the future result to be. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we thought we had motion. Yeah. And I, I think though all those emotions and everything really are the result of your mindset. As we said, like it's a big mm-hmm. mindset thing. And, um, you know, we even like, we're trying to, when we thought about the topic of patience, we're like, well, what angle do we take this at? You know, I love <laughs> yeah. that you reference that Jules, because you're like, okay, is it like patience with your spouse? Is it like patience <laughs> with your kids or is it patience with yourself? And yeah, I mean, I think take that the, take that for your situation and friend, mm-hmm. like, what are you, what are you feeling? Where do you feel um, that you're impatient, you know, like, which is it all three of those or just really, it always, you know, where we come back to is just starting with the awareness piece. Yeah. Are, are there certain situations that make you impatient? Are there certain people that make you impatient? Or again, is it just like a revolves around like your goals that like yeah. we had referenced that you set for this year and you've lost patience and now yeah. you're discouraged and frustrated and all the things. Um, the other thing that Jeremy had referenced is from a New York Times article from, I believe it was 2012. Um, and he was referencing there's three expressions of patience. Um, so the first is interpersonal, meaning that you can, it's maintaining calm when someone else is upset or maybe has lost their patience. And I was like, mm-hmm. yep, been there, <laughs> you know. Um, so that's number one. Number two is life hardships. Finding the silver lining after a setback, which again, what Jules was saying, if you're frustrated, if you're not hitting that timeline, that pace, that um, that Amazon primed, you know, results, then, you know, like, that's really like, that's a gift or, or not even a gift, but like a skill that you can really, um, I'm thinking of like the science of happiness where it talks about sense making, mm-hmm. where sometimes you can kind of look back and reflect and be like, okay, like that actually 
happen for a reason. It didn't happen at this time. And, and I'm going to get a little ahead of myself there. Jules will reference that um, a little bit in a little bit, but. Well, I even um, thought about Jamie, like with like our ACLs, like mm-hmm. we both tore our ACLs um, playing basketball and Jamie had torn hers. Was it junior year or senior year? Junior yeah. Year. In between the summer, summer of junior year to so senior like, year. Cause I wasn't able to, make, to play. Yeah. yeah. So Jamie trying to make sense of like, why is this happening to me right now before my senior year, having mm-hmm. the patience to understand that, like, you know, what's yeah. going on and how is this going to be a good thing for me? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think like in both of our experiences that taught us a lot. Yeah. And like you yep. said, it's teaching you and giving you the skill, you know? Yep. Totally. And then the last um, expression of patience is really just um, like through daily hassles, being able to like suppress annoyance and delays and hassles so like again not letting it escalate yeah um really it's the power of the pause you'll notice um we'll go over like how you can start to help yourself be a more patient person because it's as jeremy had referenced patience is like a personality trait and it's modifiable so if you've ever said, or if you've ever heard someone in your life say, well, I'm just an impatient person. <laughs> and I was telling Jules, I was like, this is my husband. <laughs> like Cody uh-huh. always says, like, he just doesn't have patience. And then I find that I play into that narrative for him of like, well, there you go. Not being Mr. Impatient or, or being Mr. Impatient type of thing. And the, you can change it. Just like we say, like you can rewire the brain yeah. to look for the positive. Like that's really similar. That's what I was going to say. It's it's very encouraging to hear that, right? And that's like why we're, we are such believers in personal development and putting the work into your mindset and knowing that like you have the tools to change it and adjust it. And yeah, I, I think that last one's really important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so next we thought we'd go into like, well, okay, why does this matter, right? So like you, again, you may be like personally struggling with a lot of impatience, um, or you may see it in someone else, right? Um, so why does it matter? Well, there's you know research to say, to show that like it reduces to be a more patient person. Um, it reduces depression and other negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is it exhibits more pro-social behaviors like empathy, and and you're able to display more generosity and compassion. So when you're more patient, like I just even think about like with our children, right? Like they test yes. our patience. Um, when you're able to just like, again, just calmly suppress some of those annoyances or frustrations in the moment, you're teaching them really great skills on how to do that. Like at Jules will always say like, where's your balloon breathing, you yeah. know, or like, uh-huh. those are like, think about things that can really help you actually in the moment when you're feeling anxious or frustrated or impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just had this at work too. And, um, I had literally just like messaged my teammates and I just said, like, I'm really like proud of you guys for your patience and your poise. Like we just mm-hmm. kept getting thrown some curveballs with like budgets and, and upcoming events and stuff. And I just thought like, okay, like we could take this two ways. Like we could get really frustrated and upset with, you know, other people that are expecting quick timelines on us and, you know, or we could just be patient and reteach them how to treat us and, you yeah. know, get their requests in two weeks before and all the things, you know? So I just, yeah. I think that was a really good example too, because my teammates are younger and, you know, to, to have that skill is really important as they continue to grow in their careers too. So especially yeah. 
you know, children one way, career and job mm-hmm. the next, like that really can serve you. Yeah. I mean, friend, it's worth cultivating. It's yes. worth cultivating like a patient's muscle. I mean, to be able to keep calm in the face of disappointment, like distress, Adversity. any of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, right. As Jill said, like, that's just a skill set that will definitely serve you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So from here, you know, we kind of wanted to focus a little bit more on, okay, we mentioned it's modifiable. Okay. Well, how do we modify this? Like, how yeah. do we help, help ourselves with it? Um, and, you know, again, it's really revolves around your mindset and starting with your self-awareness. Um, and so I guess, you know, thinking about how to modify it is like maybe what's what's helped in the past, right? So I think Jules had mentioned this perfectly of like committing to to improve yourself, to be better, to commit yourself to personal development. I think that's always a great place to start. Yeah. Like instead of just thinking, well, this is just who I am, like just first start with, okay, I have the self-awareness that I can be impatient again, maybe in these certain situations, or maybe I'm just feeling more impatient on a regular basis. Okay. What are some things that I can do to better myself every day? Um, he had shared, Jeremy had shared in his, um, in his episode that his, his aunt, I believe it was before she left her house on her door frame, she had a note to herself saying, don't get mad. (laughs) And he had said, he had asked her about it. And it was just like this, we we talk about here on the podcast of like having a trigger or a symbol or something to help like remind you. Um, And it was because like when she'd leave the house, he had said this too, that when he would either interact with his mom or this would be his aunt's sister, essentially, they both said she was a very challenging person um, to, to deal with and work with. And so this, this note to herself was like just a, a, a trigger again, like, uh, oh my gosh, this makes me think of um, Brendan Bruchard's like door frame. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Trigger too, of like when you walk yeah. in the, through a door frame or a door, like, how do you want to show this, up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you want to show up? Exactly. Are you going to yeah. be similar to your work reference, Jules? Like, are you yeah. going to be the person playing into this impatience and, <coughs> excuse me, or are you going to be the person that shows up with poise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we actually came across, um, a story or example of this from an entrepreneur. Um, her name is Jasmine Starr. I'm sure you've heard of her. She's very well well known in the um, social media space, um, marketing space. And she had shared in this email that she was about to do a launch, like literally four days away and had this knot in her stomach that like, I don't think, like, I truly feel like we need to postpone this launch. And she's like, my team put all this work into it, like all this stuff and everything was just lined up, but like, it just wasn't, it didn't feel right. It wasn't going according to like the plan that she had. And she just felt this pull to postpone it. And she said like the big lesson, like, you know, she was nervous about how everyone would take it, you know, and they answered like really good questions of like, is postponing in the best interest of our customers? The answer, yes. You know, will postponing allow us to create a better experience in the long run? Yes. Will postponing empower the team to guarantee an A-plus customer service? (coughs) Yes. Will postponing have a devastating effect on the business? No. Like, those are such good questions to have that awareness. (coughs) Pardon me. And, you know, like that clarity and... 
basically it was this mindset mindset shift. She showed up transparent to say like, hey, this is the decision we made. And then I love this reframing that one, there's a better time. Two, it's happening for us, not Mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. And three, what's next is better. Mm -hmm. And dang, that is a powerful shift to like mm-hmm. say, like how encouraging is that to go from this discouragement of like, oh my gosh, all the work we put into this now we're postponing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not doing the thing we said we were going to do when we said we were going to do it. Yep. Then having the patience to pause and know that like, that's okay. Like yep. we, it's going to be better, even better than we had planned, yep. you know? Yep. And I love that when you even think about or reference back to your goals for January, and where you're at right now, like, yeah, really just sit, sit with that and, and look for what it's trying to tell you or teach you, you know, if, it, if, mm-hmm. if the pace isn't at where you, where you think it's supposed to be, or just what culture has maybe, yeah. you know, primed you to think it, it should be at. Um, and that's another whole side of patience too, that we thought is like, you know, just the comparison game of like, it, you know, you can become impatient if you're comparing yourselves to other people's pace or story or what you're seeing, but you haven't seen the behind the scenes yes. of how they took to get there. Like it probably took them a lot longer to get there, but you don't see that side of it. Yeah. Um, I it's think that's like, always going to be a, a big trap. Mm-hmm. When they talk about like a book didn't get, get written in a day or like mm-hmm. you can't get fit just by eating one good meal and a shake like or like one workout. Yep. Like it takes yep. time. Good things do yep. take time. Um, yep. And yeah, your perception, what you see on social media or wherever you're comparing, you know, it's yep. an overnight success is not a thing. Yep. <laughs> it's, it is yep. for maybe a very, mm-hmm. very few, but yeah. yeah. And friend, you, you get to decide, you get to decide your timeline. You get to decide what, you know, I even think about, if you're just comparing like where you're at in your relationships, where other people are at in your, their relationships and, or even having kids versus not like there's, there's just all those different timelines and expectations that you put on yourself or that others put on you. And it's just, you know, this is where, this is where we want, why we want to increase your awareness. And to that point, we're going to move into like our last section is the how, okay. So like, again, how do we modify and Friend, awareness means nothing if you don't take action to improve it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is why we want to leave you with this is this is where you can make those improvements with your patience muscle, if you will. <laughs> so the first thing is just really number one is make the choice. Like again, it's it's all your mindset is is like making the choice that you are the one responsible for your actions, your words. Um, so again how how can you be aware of them, but then make sure that you're making the choice to change them if they're not serving you? That's number one. Um, number, well, and I guess I should, on, on that, let me just expand on that a little bit, is when Jules had referenced like impatience is like, um, like emotions around impatience is typically like anger or fear. And the other thing Jeremy had noted was, you know, when I just said like, you're responsible for your actions, your words, pause and think about the consequences of being impatient, right? Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. if you're yelling at someone, yelling at your kids, yelling at your spouse, think about the consequences of those actions because he had talked about the amygdala, which we talked about on here about like your flight, (laughs) fight or freeze. Yes, Amy, the amygdala. Um, And, you know, finding patience and the power of the pause helps you 
avoid being hijacked by your emotions or your amygdala because it feels like it's threatened, right? So that's a really key thing about, um, you know, making the choice, but then being super aware of and responsible for your actions. Amen. (laughs) Um, Okay, so number two, then focus on what you have control over. Um, So this one's nothing new, right? You know, like we always say, like, what can I control in this situation? So if it's, you know, if we talk back to the timeline, you know, Jules and I even think about this with our website. Like, okay, if we can't do it all at once, what can we do right now? Like, we're very Mm -hmm. impatient about that whole, you know, scenario of like, we wish we would have had a, a website designed years ago. Yes. Um, but we're behind on that, right? So like, what what can we do? Um, and then the third one is consider your priorities. Um, you know, it's it's like asking the question of like, how relevant is this to my priorities? Mm-hmm. Or will this really matter in five weeks, um, five days, five yeah. years? You know, like really putting into perspective, if you are feeling impatience around something, like how how relevant it is it to your priorities? Like I even think about that with, you know, where we'd want to be in our business and things like that. And being in this season with young kids, like that seems like that is, doesn't even seem, that is a <laughs> a higher priority for, for myself. Yeah. And, and I'm sure I can speak for Jules, but we could yes. add it. Yes, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's always some, a great thing to ask yourself. Um, and then let's see, I think that was, Number three. three or four. <laughs> yeah, I think that's three. Um, so the fourth one is lean into whatever is blocking you. Um, so I love this one because I can definitely relate. Um, but like, okay, let's say you're hitting traffic when you're in a rush. Like, you know, it's easy to get upset and frustrated and, you know, white knuckle the steering wheel. Like, why aren't people mm-hmm. like moving faster? But can you lean into that and think, maybe this is a cue for me to slow down. Or maybe this is a cue for me to take a deep breath because yes. I've been rushing all morning, which Jules and I have shared many a times oh, yeah. that we want to rush less. You know, you can speak to that, Jules. Yeah, no, I mean, I just like, like Jasmine said in her email too, like maybe what, what is coming is better or like, mm-hmm. this is just what it's meant to be right now. What is this trying to tell me or teach me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. exactly. in this moment. So I think like that, leaning in to that is yeah yep for sure so okay I think that was but well I think you could say five total so from what Jules had said like you can um the this is working for me um asking those questions is definitely how you can go about it then it was make the choice um you know you are responsible for your actions words um focus on what you have control over consider your priorities, and then lean into whatever is blocking you. Love that. Um, And we want to share a quote with you and just a little encouragement. Um, I love this. It's short and sweet. And you can repeat it to yourself as often as you need. But patience is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. Patience is bitter, but the fruit is sweet. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. We're rooting for you. You got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.